Welcome to Stepping Into Health, Inspiring Conversations with Tamara Ortigal. Join me for engaging conversations with people who are shining their light in the world. You will hear us chat about business, relationships, spirituality, community, hobbies, and health, all the things that contribute to our vitality and wholeness. Although I love to talk about food as medicine, energy healing, and other holistic modalities, at the root of my health coaching practice are these questions. Why do you want to be healthy? And what steps are you willing to take to get there? Through my podcast, I hope to increase your awareness of what is possible and to inspire you to take action. Thank you so much for joining us. Are homemade smoothies part of your healthy diet and lifestyle? The Complete Shake by Juice Plus is one of my favorites. It includes seven different sources of plant protein plus additional nutrients to support your body from the inside out. The ingredient list includes water washed soy, chickpea protein, pea protein, rice protein, amaranth, millet, quinoa, radish sprouts, broccoli sprouts, and alfalfa sprouts. Together, these pack in 14 grams of protein and 7 grams of fiber. The shakes are vegan, gluten-free, and non-GMO. They come in Dutch chocolate and French vanilla. I personally enjoy blending the vanilla protein with wild blueberries, spinach, and water for a nutritious treat after my morning workout. You can also add it to overnight oats, yogurt, chia seed pudding, baked goods, and so much more. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. This week, I thought I'd share a 10-minute summary of some of the Resilient by Design concepts I cover in my one-to-one coaching for Resilience program. We're slowly moving forward into activities we used to do and can all benefit from a fresh perspective and some healthy habits to support us along the way. Let me ask you a question. Has your resilience been tested throughout the pandemic? If so, I would like to inspire you to take action to build more resilience beginning right now. Let's agree we've been through a lot in the last 16 months and learned things about ourselves and others we may not have known before. Some of us have suffered physically while others are dealing with mental and emotional overwhelm. I recently interviewed a pediatrician who shared that his patients suffered with eating disorders, social isolation, lack of exercise, and so much more during these trying times. Many were hospitalized because outpatient treatments just didn't work for them. Adults are better at masking their symptoms and may be continuing to suffer in silence. I've often observed that people with immune issues are good at faking wellness, and I think it's also true for those who struggle with anxiety, depression, and other forms of pain. Now is a great time to take action to create the life and the health we want and need. Even small changes can have a huge impact. Darren Hardy, author of The Compound Effect, says that small, smart choices, plus consistency, plus time, equals radical change. It's such great news. Small, incremental steps in the right direction is all we need to do in order to transform our lives. We know change is hard in many ways, but our brains are wired for change and can easily adapt given new experiences. We can play with new ways of being and allow ourselves the chance to begin anew. That mindset will be so important as we launch forward. We won't be going back to the office, back to school, back to travel, back to concerts, etc., We'll be embarking on a new relationship with all of these places, people, and experiences. Hopefully, there will be something about the new way that we enjoy even more than the old one, and the transition will be seamless. What I am about to share with you 
are simple strategies for building more resilience. While they are simple, they still require a commitment in order to have impact. The commitment part is the hardest part, so please promise to give yourself the time and space to try what I'm sharing. First, I want to focus on a few of my favorite ways to support our physical well-being. Once we master these things, we will have the energy and vitality to work on the really important aspects of our lives, including our purpose, our passion, and the legacy we will leave behind one day. Number one, nourishing food. Some of us have been led to believe that eating healthy is hard and costly. I don't agree. Eating real food in its whole form is actually really easy. If you're not already eating a whole food plant-strong diet, I encourage you to begin today. You don't have to become vegan or vegetarian. Just load your plate with fruits and veggies first, then sprinkle in beans, legumes, meat, dairy, and other foods you may enjoy. Be sure to choose the best quality foods you can get, including non-GMO, grass-fed, pasture-raised, wild-caught, and gluten-free if applicable. Choose a wide variety of foods at your local farmer's market or grocery store, and if you're looking for a hobby, consider growing some of your own foods. Eat foods that are in season as they offer the most nutrition and give you amazing variety over the course of a year. If you need help eating the recommended 9 to 13 servings of fruits and veggies, please consider adding Juice Plus products to your diet. I can tell you all about them as my family has been taking these for the past 11 years. Number two, movement. Our bodies are designed to move often. Sitting is the new smoking, so be mindful of how much sitting you are doing throughout the day. It's great to use a standing desk for work, take breaks to walk around the block, and get 30 or more minutes of moderate exercise at least three times per week. I personally love walking, biking, swimming, and doing yoga and Pilates. Pick out something you really enjoy and commit to doing something each day. Number three, deep sleep. Hardly anyone I talk to these days is satisfied with the amount of deep sleep they get. People are switching out their mattresses and using supplements, sound machines, and other remedies to get a good night's sleep. Personally, I'm very passionate about protecting the bedroom space from interference and believe this is the easiest way to improve your sleep. I urge you to create a sanctuary where you can rest and restore your mind, body, and spirit. For me, this entails a technology-free zone where laptops and televisions are not welcome. I do my best to avoid Wi-Fi and EMFs, local and global news, scary movies, and other negative influences that could raise my cortisol levels before bed. I try to enjoy a calm wind-down routine 20 minutes prior to lights out by spending time quietly washing my face, brushing my teeth, and reflecting on my day. I sometimes do light reading and then create a mental gratitude list before I close my eyes. I like my room to be cool and dark and really enjoy the weight of a heavy blanket. When I prioritize sleep, I am able to wake up feeling refreshed and ready for the day ahead. Once these basic needs are met, you will find that you are more attuned to your inner voice. This self-awareness will make it easier for you to focus on what you want and need and will carry over into your interactions with others. Oftentimes, people think resilience entails plowing through tough situations, completely exhausted and out of energy. According to Dr. Alex Lickerman, author of The Undefeated Mind, we can build wisdom out of adversity. This new knowledge, insight, and judgment can be used to support and influence those around us. I like to visualize resilience as a bamboo shoot. Bamboo is flexible. It bends in the wind, but never breaks. It is capable of adapting to any circumstance. 
Like bamboo, we can learn to take everything in stride and with grace, put energy forth when necessary while maintaining a sense of inner calm. Here are some ways you can gain more self-awareness. Number one, feel more gratitude. Begin to notice small things that make you happy and feel a sense of gratitude for them. I love the saying, what you focus on grows. When I do this exercise, I'm always amazed by how easy I am to please. It really makes my day when a stranger says hello to me, or a new episode of my favorite series gets released, or the barista put just the right amount of oat milk in my coffee. When you sit back and notice the little things that make you happy, you might be surprised that you too are easy to please. Number two, boundaries. Has the do everything from home lifestyle gotten on your nerves? It's a good practice to think about defining schedules, spaces, etc., so that everyone's needs can be met without any added stress. And number three, recharge. Do you take time out to recharge your batteries? This can be as simple as taking breaks throughout the day to stretch, take a walk, or listen to some music that you love. Spending time in nature is one of my favorite ways to recharge. Research confirms that even looking out the window and noticing a bird on a tree limb can have a positive effect. Take time to notice your surroundings and experience the calming effects. Recharging can also be done by taking a vacation. I traveled a lot during the pandemic to places near and far where I could enjoy the beautiful outdoors. If you have not gotten away recently, I encourage you to get planning right away. This can help alleviate burnout, give you a new perspective, and allow you to have a little fun alone or with others. Lastly, I want to talk about intentional living. I have a few questions for you. Number one, do you have a strategic plan for life? When we're young, we do a lot of things to prepare for our future. My husband and I got married right out of college and had a lot of student loan debt. We had to figure out how to pay it down while still having some fun. Every January 1st, we made a list of our goals, including career aspirations, additional education, material things, and trips we wanted to go on. We slotted them in over a five-year plan. By the time we had our first child, we had bought and furnished two houses, gotten advanced degrees, gone to Europe, and paid down half the loans. 30-plus years later, and we are still using this process to plan for the future. We're thinking about how many more years we'd like to work, where we might like to live, and what travel plans are still on our bucket list. We're looking forward to grandchildren someday and the role we want to play in their lives. Our ideas are more fluid as we strive to remain open to new and different opportunities that might come along. Number two, how about your work life? Do you feel connected to your purpose? If you're approaching midlife, you may be feeling the urge to do something new. Midlife has been called a second adolescence for this reason. People often experience a new surge of creativity and longing to do something new. If you're not in alignment with your purpose, now is a great time to think about it and prepare to make a change. People feel more resilient when they love the work they do. If you're not able to make a career change, maybe you can engage in a side hustle or a hobby that fulfills your passion and purpose. This evening, I'm going to a grand opening for a yoga studio in my area. I had the privilege of meeting the owner and hearing her story. She's a successful business executive in Chicago, hoping to retire in the next few years. She did her homework and knows that the yoga industry is expected to grow to $215 billion by 2025 and has chosen this as her plan B. I think she's a pretty smart woman and I'm excited to see her yoga community grow. Number three, what is the legacy you hope to leave behind? 
People are watching you whether you realize it or not. They are drawing conclusions about your values based on what they see you doing and hear you talking about. My dad passed away in January. At his small committal service, we went around the circle and shared stories. He will be remembered for his work ethic, his kindness towards friends and strangers, and the joy he felt while doing small acts of service. He loved the beach and sharing a meal with family and friends. We played the song Knee Deep by the Zach Brown Band at his gravesite. If you haven't heard the song lately, find it on iTunes and listen. I think my dad was looking down and smiling that day. We also played a beautiful song called Well Done by the Afters. At the end of our time on earth, isn't that what we all want to hear? In conclusion, if anything I said resonated with you, please leave a comment. I'm excited to hear your thoughts. If you'd like to explore ways we can work together to enable you to feel more empowered, let's schedule a free consult. As your life and leadership coach, I would be honored to help you become more resilient by design. In closing, I would like to share a quote by Sheryl Sandberg. We are not born with a fixed amount of resilience. Like a muscle, we can build it up and draw on it when we need it. In that process, we will figure out who we really are and possibly become the very best version of ourselves.